0: Hello, hello, this is Danae, and today I am bringing you some life updates. Some of you may know that about a year ago, I stepped away from social media pretty much entirely. I'll pop on occasionally. But that's where I was mostly sharing some of my life updates and what was going on personally with me, with my family, with my work. And since I haven't been doing that, I've had some requests for an update episode. So that's what this is. For anyone who's interested, I'm going to share a little bit about what's new with my work, school, home, childcare, my house, my personal well-being, and some fun things that have been coming up. I want to start by saying that my family and I lead a very privileged life. In this episode, I'm going to be highlighting some of the things that I love and some of the things that have been going well. But remember, there's always more to the story. Even though I am blessed in many, many ways, most days still feel really hard in one way or another. Parenting, managing day-to-day life, managing the stuff, it still feels hard. So if it feels hard for you, understand that that is part of the journey. There are absolutely things that we can do to make life a little lighter, make our days run smoother, and to find more happiness at home with kids. But the word easy might not be one that comes into your vocabulary very often. I know it doesn't mine. I'm going to start with a little bit of the simplicity stuff. Hands down, the thing that I've added to my life this year that has made it immeasurably simpler is a bandolier. So a bandolier is kind of like a phone case with a strap and some accessories. What I have is the phone case that has a built-in wallet, so my credit cards go in there. And then also hooked to that, I have a wristlet, so I can just hang it on my wrist, and an AirPod case. Oh, and a little thing for my keys. So each day when I leave the house, I grab this one unit that is all connected, and it is my phone, my wallet, my keys, and my AirPods which happened to be the four things that I spent way too much time searching for in my house. So now I never leave my house without my keys. I never leave my house without my wallet. I never dig around looking for my AirPods. It's all just magically together. Bandolier sells a long crossbody strap, which I was using for a while. So it kind of makes your phone like into a purse. But I have decided I really like the wristlet so I can just grab it and go if I'm going somewhere like to the gym. Or I can drop the whole thing into a purse if I'm going to the office. So bandolier saving my life or saving my time at least. I think I've mentioned in a previous episode that I've been using Rent the Runway, the membership program, and I'm still using it. I started last spring. It's been a year now. So I'm not renting fancy dresses. I don't have much of a use for those. But I am renting just regular clothing. So in the winters, it's a lot of sweaters. In the summer, I do get some summer dresses. In the spring, some light-colored blazers for when the temperatures are still cool, but I want something a little brighter. Overall, I'm a big fan of the clothing rental programs that are available. Twice a month, I get a shipment of new stuff. It's super easy to send the stuff back. I don't have to wash it. I really don't have to buy new clothing now. Very rarely, just some staples like some jeans and t-shirts. But from the closet front, rent runway has been a lifesaver for the past year. There's another company that is similar, but I think it's less expensive, and it's called Newly N-U-U-L-Y. I have not tried that, but I've heard good things about it. So other topics that people might be curious about. Back in episode 184, that's simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 184, I talked about my year without alcohol. And that was in, I started that in the beginning of 2019, and I decided to continue with that. So after many years of drinking, mostly socially, I got to the point where I realized it just wasn't serving me well. In the past year, I had a half a glass of champagne at my husband's 40th birthday party. And I had a little bit of mezcal when we were in Oaxaca for the month of August. It's a cultural experience. But overall, it's not something that I crave anymore. It's not really something that interests me. Well, I'm not going to say I'll never have a sip of alcohol again. I'm probably about 99% alcohol-free. And it's been a really positive change for me. But that's just me and my story. Your journey is going to look a lot different. In the past year, I've had huge changes in my work life. During the pandemic, I was working completely online I will say that for many years, my work has overwhelmingly been online. I've taught a lot of online courses, done a lot of work through social media. But coming out of the pandemic last March, I don't know if we could even say that was the time that we all really came out of the pandemic, but mostly when masks started to disappear and we started going in person for nearly everything, I started to notice that I really wanted to be in person for nearly everything as well, that so much time spent on Zoom had really worn me down. So at that point, I started to slowly shift back to an in-person therapy practice. In particular, due to the rising child mental health challenges, I've started seeing kids in person again as well. So right now I'm divided. I spend about half of my time seeing parent clients and about half of my time seeing child clients, most of which is in person. Now, I'm lucky to still see many of my coaching clients from the past, and that's all via Zoom. But moving back to in-person has made me so happy. Not infrequently, I will finish a day in my office and tell myself I have the best job ever. And I used to say that about podcasting, because podcasting is a pretty good gig. I get to talk to really interesting people. Um, But this change of seeing clients in person has really filled my cup up. And I really love it and I feel very, very fortunate. I use a variety of therapeutic approaches in my practice, but one area that I am going to be training and learning more about is neurofeedback, which is something I'm gonna be talking about on the podcast as I'm learning too. It's something I've been researching a lot, starting to learn about. I haven't gone through the formal training and certification program yet, but I'm starting that this spring. So that is something that is new to my work life that I'm gonna be tackling. Neurofeedback is a method that allows individuals to control and change their brainwaves to be more adaptive. This can be really helpful for individuals with anxiety or depression or ADHD, autism spectrum disorders, kids with emotional regulation challenges. So that is an area that I am excited to learn more about and I'll be sharing with you as well. So work is going great and I have been so lucky I don't know how it has turned out like this, but I have just the most amazing families that I've been working with in the past year and a group of really, really fun kids. So again, I feel very lucky, very fortunate to be doing the work that I'm doing. So what's going on at home? Um, Home, as far as the house part, is complicated. As some of you may remember from my downsizing episode with my husband, simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 251. We downsized, sold our house during the pandemic, went from about 3,000 feet to an 1,100 foot rental for a year while we were searching for a new house. And we ended up buying a house right about five houses down from our rental house. It's 1,600 square feet, three bedrooms with one full bathroom. And we've been here since fall of 2021. The house needs pretty much everything top to bottom, inside and out. It's very much livable, but the kitchen is 85 years old. So we've been slowly planning and figuring out what the POA, the plan of attack, is going to be on this house. And we have actually started renovations on our basement at the end of February. It's been a long process with the permitting and the architecture plans, a lot of moving pieces. My husband's mostly managing it. So we are essentially adding two bedrooms in the basement. It's a walkout basement, so there's a lot of natural light. And one of the bedrooms will be a guest room, which we're also making into kind of a maker space for our kids now that they're getting a little older, transitioning from a traditional playroom to a maker space. Um, So this one room will be sort of threefold, a maker space, a gym, and a guest room. We're going to have a Murphy bed in there that just folds down when we do have guests. Um, But also some big open floor space for the kids to move and play and to work out if we do decide to work out at home. But we will have a wall with shelves with art supplies, science experiment supplies, etc. Which I will be so grateful for because for the past year and a half, the art supplies have been living in the cabinet next to my kitchen table and have lived all over my kitchen table. So it's very difficult to eat because there's always some massive art project going on on my kitchen table. So we are very excited about that. Um, There'll also be a rec room, kind of the main area at the bottom of the stairs will be a rec room um, where we have a TV and an air hockey table and a little kitchenette. And then lastly, we are going to have a bedroom for an au pair. We are rejoining the au pair program. Some of you know if you've been listening for a while that we had au pairs when my kids were younger. And we had thought that when our kids went to school that we wouldn't need any more childcare and we could just kind of wing it and figure it out. However, that's becoming increasingly stressful, um, especially as I'm seeing child clients now. So I need to see them in after-school hours and weekend hours. It feels like it's constantly a juggle with my husband and I figuring out Who's going to get the kids off the bus? At the beginning of this school year, we came up with the agreement where Monday, Tuesday, Fridays were my days, and Wednesdays and Thursdays were his days when it comes to figuring out random days off school. So, anytime a kid was sick, or there's a snow day, or there's a holiday, or a teacher training day, if it's your day, then you have to figure it out. And that has Somewhat worked, but there's just so many days, so many days, both scheduled and unscheduled, where the kids are not in school that it's really hard for families who have both parents working full time. So now that we'll have the extra space in the basement. We'll be bringing a new au pair this summer, which we're really excited about. We really loved participating in the program in the past. Anyone that's not familiar, an au pair is kind of like a hybrid of an exchange student and a nanny, where they come and they take some classes. They help in a home that has kids, taking care of the kids, especially with before-school care and after-school care. In our case, we don't have a ton of child care needs, and the au pair program costs about half of what a nanny costs in our area, so it's a good fit for us. And we also love the cultural exchange, so we're hoping that having an au pair will bring us some stress relief to have reliable childcare during those times. We don't have any family nearby. All of our family is out of state, so it feels nice to have another human that my kids are developing intimate relationships with. We're still in really close touch with our previous au pairs from Poland and Germany. In fact, our Polish au pair spent three weeks with us last summer. She came to Oaxaca with us. It's been a very special, non-traditional way of growing our family. I talk more about that in simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 150. So if I had to say something that felt the most stressful in the past year, I think it's been the lack of childcare and, and my husband and I having to lean on each other for every single disruption when there's a school day off or a half day or a snow day or a sick day because we don't have any family in the area. And we don't have any backup childcare that can take them on a random weekday. I know that that probably resonates with a lot of you listening. That unpredictability is really hard. So, hopefully, we will enter into the school year next year with more predictable childcare, and that will be something that feels like a bit of a relief. So, back to the home renovation. It's really, really noisy, like noisier than I could have ever imagined. I thought it was in the basement. We'd just be able to shut the door and it wouldn't be too bad. No, it is incredibly noisy. This is my first experience going through any kind of home renovation, so I didn't really know how disruptive it was going to be. But we are excited for the, the final product. The past year and a half, I feel like we've been in limbo, not really settling into our house because we've been intending to move things around and to change things. So I'm hopeful now that once this is finished, we can really kind of quote unquote, move in and make it more of our own. We'll have smaller projects down the road, like redoing the kitchen and redoing the exterior. But for now, this one will really shift the way we use a lot of the spaces. We're gonna pause for a two minute word from our sponsors. The first sponsor for today is Fast Growing Trees. I have gifted Meyer lemon trees to several family members and I will tell you, it is the gift that continues to give. They have been so appreciated. Whether you're gifting or ready to breathe some life into your own backyard this spring, fastgrowingtrees.com can bring you shade of fresh fruit, privacy, and natural beauty. Their plant experts curate thousands of easy to grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate which could be anything from Meyer lemons to evergreens to everything in between. In our last house, we had a Japanese maple in the front and my daughter absolutely loved to climb it. And since moving, that's the one thing that she misses the most. So even though I know it's gonna take a while for it to be big enough for her to climb, I think she's gonna be really excited about it. And I found one at a great price on fastgrowingtrees.com. Unfortunately, they come with a 30 day alive and thrive guarantee because you know I'm gonna need it. So join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers by going to fastgrowingtrees.com slash simple now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash simple. Our second and final sponsor for today is EarthBreeze. EarthBreeze is a laundry detergent that comes in eco sheets that look kind of like dryer sheets, but they're not. They dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It couldn't be easier. No measuring, no mess, just toss them in. We're in the midst of a basement renovation and we currently don't have a washer or dryer, so we've been making twice weekly trips to the laundromat, which has made me more appreciative than ever of the lightweight, simple option that EarthBreeze offers. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled at any time without penalty. And although many things aren't guaranteed in life, one thing that is guaranteed is that laundry will keep creating itself time and time again. So this is the kind of thing I feel really good about subscribing to. You won't know unless you try it. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. Now's the time to try EarthBreeze because right now my listeners can subscribe and get up to 40% off. Go to earthbreeze.com slash simple to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash simple for 40% off. EarthBreeze.com slash simple. Back to this week's episode. So, personal things. Um, starting in January, I started a new fitness program, um, weightlifting. So, it's called Thinner, Leaner, Stronger. It's a book, and I listened to this book. And essentially, what the book is, is it says that women need to lift weights, heavy weights not just do cardio and that just doing cardio really isn't enough which kind of hit me directly because i'm like oh yeah i've only been you know cycling for the past couple of years i haven't really lifted weights in a long time probably since i got married so like 13 years ago and i turned 40 this year and i've noticed that as i'm getting closer and closer to 40 i was losing a lot of strength not that i had a lot of strength to start out with but i felt achier and I felt weaker. So it was either I like, turn the ship around and do something about it or continue down that path. So I have been really consistent lifting four times a week. So this program Thinner Leader Stronger has a whole set of workouts that last a whole year. So I'm on week number seven now. And it's great. I actually look more muscular. Like you can see my muscles. At the beginning, I did an in-body assessment, which is a high-tech machine, which checks your body fat percentage and all these different stats. And sure enough, even though I'm of a very normal weight, my body fat percentage was obese. But even in just this short time, I've already gained a lot of muscle and lost a lot of body fat. I feel so much better I'm shocked that it has not been very long. It's only been about eight weeks. And I'm already seeing such big changes. And now I feel like I'm on the right path to staying strong and healthy for whatever the 40s will bring. I will say it's very much out of my comfort zone. I'm lifting with barbells and big weights. I mean, not that big, but doing doing things like deadlifts and squats With the barbell things that i've never done before but i've been learning and i'm getting better at it and i'm really enjoying it and i'm being really consistent which is new and i think the other common thread here is that i'm going back to a gym in person and that's been a huge wonderful change as well we found a gym that has great program for kids so we can drop our kids off and the kids do classes too so my kids do martial arts classes they do tumbling classes they don't just kind of sit in the gym daycare they actually do things that they enjoy while my husband and i can work out so that's been a huge win especially this winter where in the winter i think generally we struggle with things to do on the long weekend days and it's been that's been huge to fill in those gaps And to help all of us get out of the house and to be more active. So food wise, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but the one thing that has really changed my eating and helped, it's a very simple thing, is that every Sunday I'm making a giant pot of soup that has a lot of protein in it. So a lot of meat, a lot of vegetables, just a big one pot meal basically. And that is my lunch and my husband's lunch for the whole week. And there's something about having a predictable lunch that feels so good. Rather than sitting in my office around noon being like, oh, what am I going to eat? Or even on the weekend with the kids being like, oh, what are we going to have? Thinking we have to run out and grab something or I have to cook something. Having that pre-made giant pot of soup or stew or chili or whatever it is has been awesome. Awesome. So what kind of fun things have been coming up for us lately? Uh, my daughter recently turned seven, and instead of a birthday party, she wanted a day in the city, in New York City, um, of surprises. So my husband and son were sick, so it was it just ended up being her and I. And I took her last weekend to the city, and we did. We had a day of magic where I took her to the Harry Potter store, and she picked out a wand. And then we went to the Museum of Illusions, which was pretty cool. Um, and then we went to the Harry Potter the Cursed Child show, the Broadway performance, and it was incredible. Like, totally mind-blowing. Just out of this world, special effects. I'm not even a big Harry Potter fan. I have not seen any of the movies, and I still was completely blown away by it. She was slightly terrified at parts, but absolutely loved it. She's the kind of kid that likes being scared, though. So she does cover her eyes at parts, but then secretly delights in it. Overall, things are going well for my kids at school. They're having a great school year. My son did have his first bullying incident at school, which was a learning experience for all of us. But they're happy in their schools. My daughter is at an international baccalaureate school, and my son is at a school for language-based learning differences. And we're really lucky to be able to have the option of finding the right fit for them. That's definitely a privilege. So yeah, in general, things are going pretty well. Are they perfect? No. Do I have hard days? Yes. Do I get frustrated with my kids? Yes. Do I enjoy being off social media? Yes. Have I thought about going back on? No. Could that change in the future? Maybe. Um, I would maybe like to write another book and without social media, it's very hard to write and sell a book. So I think that would be maybe something that would lure me back. I'd really like to turn The Mental Unload, which is the online program that I ran for many years with thousands of women, I'd really like to turn that into a book. That's kind of my my pipe dream. But I'm also trying to just enjoy being settled, especially when it comes to my career. I'm really, really happy doing the work that I'm doing. I'm still enjoying the podcast interviews. I think the biggest perk of the podcast these days is that it really keeps me reading. I'm constantly reading new books to interview authors, and I'm learning so much all the time. So it's a little bit of an outside accountability for ongoing learning in things and books that I maybe wouldn't have read otherwise. But I do miss some of the engagement, right? I'm a lot less engaged with listeners now that I'm not on social media, and I miss that. But I think the in-person work that I'm doing has helped to fill up that cup. So I haven't really noticed it quite as much. Oh, so travel. Um, Last summer, we spent a month in Oaxaca, Mexico. My kids did language classes. We're doing that again this year. Really excited to go back, talk some friends into joining us. So we have several families that are coming along with us for the journey this year. And then something new for us is we're going on a Disney cruise for spring break. We're not really Disney people. So this is way different than anything we've done before. But at the same time, we've been binging on a lot of YouTube videos about the boat and it looks really fun. So we're all very excited. We're going on the Disney Wish, which is the new boat ship. I think you're not supposed to call it a boat. I think that's insulting in some way. I could be wrong. Yeah, so life is good, really good. I am incredibly blessed and privileged. And really enjoying a quieter life, mostly free of social media. Anyone who's interested in hearing a little bit more about stepping away from social media, you can go back and listen to my analog curious episodes. That's simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 302, 303, and 304. I shared a lot of links to previous episodes in this one and also links to some products and some books. So I'm just going to put all that in the show notes for this week. simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 343. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll chat with you next week.